Good morning, Rise OC family. My name is Phil. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's my joy to be able to worship with you and to get into God's Word together today. You know, like you saw, today we are starting a new sermon series. It's called Peaks and Valleys. Now, the main idea behind this series is that our life, our journey, it's kind of like a hike. It's kind of like, you know, we start out on this journey and along the way, along the, the kind of time in our life, right, there's ups and downs, there's, there's sections of, of this trail or this journey we're on that, that are easy, there's sections that are hard, there's sections that, uh, you know, we are in places of just uh, amazement and, and we're just praising God and things are so good and so beautiful and so amazing and other times when it's scary. It's unknown. We're not sure what's going to happen. And all of those things, you know, we know that God is there. And we're going to look at some amazing men and women of faith in the Bible. And we're going to learn at, at, from some of the kind of peaks and valleys in, in their life and, and how they experience God's faithfulness through uh, those journeys of faith. As we begin, um, why don't we pray? <laughs> Lord God, it's, it's always so good to, to be able to come before you. I'm so thankful because of what Jesus did on the cross, that he rose again, and because of that, I'm able to have a relationship with you. That I'm able to stop anytime and speak to you. That I can come freely before you to share what's on my heart, to, to ask for your help. So Lord, this morning we ask for your help. We say, Lord, in this uncertain time, in this time of, of uh, yeah, maybe it's a fearful time or a uh, time where we're worried, Lord God, concerned about different things, loved ones maybe, our financial future, whatever it is, Lord God, we pray that in this moment that you would help us, that you would help us to quiet those fears, quiet those doubts, quiet those things that are just constantly, constantly feeding into our worry or our fear or our doubt, that you quiet those things and allow us to hear your word, to hear your voice, that your word would penetrate into our hearts and begin to change us, to transform us, to increase our faith. Lord God, we thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Like I said, uh, this morning we are starting this series and it's kind of like starting a, a, a great hike. Uh, and when you start off on that trail, you're going to you start off at the trailhead. I remember in my early teenage years, I went on an amazing backpacking trip in uh, the Sequoia, uh, uh, in, uh, in the Sequoia National Forest. And uh, I think it was like Twin Lakes um, was the destination that we were headed to. It was about 13 miles round trip, but you know, we stopped up there and, and camped for the night. But at the start of that trail, there's uh, some information there. Um, some trails that you start out at have more information, some have maybe less, but uh, this particular picture that I found, you know, it just says simply how many miles it is to each destination, right? And I think we'll see this morning that that's kind of uh, what we get sometimes is just limited information, right? We don't get a step-by-step. -step. We don't get a, you know, year-by-year, month-by-month breakdown of, hey, this is what your life, your journey with God is going to be like, right? We just have a, f a few things, a few pieces of information, and um, 
Today, we see that in the life of Abram as we read in Genesis 12. In Genesis 12, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. And so God calls Abram. He says, Abram, leave this place that you've been in, this place of comfort, where you've established yourself. You've made yourself through your career. You're married. You, you have um, you know, resources. You have your wealth. And, and uh, you know, he had all these things in his life that were set up. And God's saying, Abram, leave those things. Follow me in this journey of faith. And so he calls him to go. Verse 2 says, I will make you into a great nation. He's saying, I'm going to give you so many descendants that your family is going to turn into this people, right? It's going to be this nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And so Abram is called out. He begins this journey with very little information except this, uh, this promise of God. And it's an amazing promise, right? God is telling him, Abram, I'm calling you to leave what you know and head into this new place following me. But I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to bless you. And you know what? The people that bless you, that take care of you, I'm going to take care of them too. I'm going to bless them as well. But your enemies, I'm going to take care of your enemies. And Abram sets out on this journey, right? He begins to, to walk and follow God. And as we read on, we see that, that Abram was 75 years old. And he was middle-aged for, for that time. And, um, you know, he sets out on this journey. And he begins to experience God's faithfulness, right? He begins to see that, man, God has called me on this journey. And God has been faithful to me. And he sets up these altars, these things to remember what God has done. Because when he sees those altars set up, then, then he says, man, I remember God's faithfulness. And he worships and he praises and he prays to the Lord. But then we read that, we read in verse 10 that there's a famine in the land. Things change, right? They go from being normal to unknown. There's a famine in the land. And because of that, Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. There was nothing that Abram could have done to, to stop that famine. There was nothing that Abram could have done to, to prevent this or to plan better or to, you know, whatever, right? This was something outside of his control. And yet he found himself in this place of, man, things are totally changed I've got to head into this new place. I've got to go to Egypt. I've got to go to this place of uncertainty, of unknown. And I just thought, man, as I read that, that's like us right now, right? As we're in this time of stay at home or quarantine or, you know, whatever you want to call it, as our lives have been completely disrupted, we've had to adapt. Some of us have, have lost jobs. Some of us have have uh, loved ones that, that are sick. Some of us have, have real, very real 
fears about how we're going to survive, how are we going to provide for ourselves and for our families. And I think all of us have uncertainty about how long is this going to last or what is our life going to look like in the near future and beyond, right? And I can tell you that, that for myself and my family, it has been a stressful time. I mean, we've had to, to become um, homeschool teachers. We've, we've had to become a kind of entertainment for our children to some degree. Um, we've had to spend a lot of time, you know, together and, and, and just realizing, you know, what is a new normal for us, right? And in the middle of that, you know, I admit it's, it's, been, it's been scary. I've had times when I've been overcome by fear and by doubt and, and just worried like, God, are, are, you, are you really going to take care of me? Are you going to take care of my, my wife and my children? That Are you going to really provide for me? There's so many things that are unknown. What's going to happen with our economy, with this or with that? And, and I admit I found myself in, in, in moments just like, man, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm, I don't know what's going on. It's hard to believe that promise of God. And we see that that's true for Abram. Verse 11 says that as he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarah, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you're my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. And so we see that Abram, he was faithful to God to the point of his comfort. He was like, man, I'm following you, God. Things are good. I'm setting up these altars and I'm praising your name. And yes, Lord. But then the famine comes. Then he has to walk into Egypt. There's very real fears that begin to enter his mind. As he thinks, man, these people are ruthless. They're going to kill me and take my wife. And so his fear overcomes his faith. And he begins to try and take care of things his own way. And we see that, that he says, hey, I got a solution. Why don't we lie and, and not mention that you're my wife? Let's just say that you're my sister. It's kind of this uh, kind of deceitful thing that he's doing right. And because of that, the, the people, they receive him well and they give him, uh, you know, they take care of Abram. And Pharaoh takes Sarai to be one of his wives. But then we see that God's promise is true. That God says, man, your enemies, those that come against you, I'm going to take care of them. And we read in verse, uh, verse 17, we read, But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Sarai, uh, because of Abram's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. And this morning, I, I think about 
how Abram, he, he allowed his fear to overcome his faith and he went to this place of kind of deceitfulness. He began to do things his own way without God. And we see what happens. And I think, man, Abram, he missed out on the blessing. He missed out on the blessing of following God in faith and then seeing, wow, God, I had no idea how you're going to take care of me, but you did it. You did it, Lord. You did it. You took care of me. Praise your name. You're faithful. I imagine he would have set up another altar there to remember. But he didn't get to experience that because he turned to his fear. And I don't want you to miss this part, church, because there's something that in some ways is far greater that he misses out on. Because Abram acted in his fear and not his faith, non-believers, Pharaoh, the people around Pharaoh, his household, Abram robbed Pharaoh of a potential blessing from God. We don't know exactly how Pharaoh would have acted, but I just want to imagine that, that what if Pharaoh received Abram well? And he said, wow, that's your wife. This is your family. You, know, your, your, uh, you know, this is your household, Abram. Bless you. Stay in our land during this famine. What would have God done to Pharaoh? How would have God, how would have God blessed Pharaoh, an unbelieving person, because of Abram's faithfulness? But Abram robbed Pharaoh of that blessing. And instead, Pharaoh received a curse. He received disease and he received this affliction from God. To the point that he said, Abram, I don't want nothing to do with your people. Leave from here. And I think, man, man, that's heavy. That's heavy. Because as we walk this life of faith, we're called to, to be light into the world, right? Because Jesus rose, because Jesus rose, we're able to share in his glory and we have a testimony to give that God is faithful. The Father God is good. And I believe that, that we're called to be people of blessing to others, right? And the way that we do that is by living our life full of faith and following after God, even in those times of fear, those times of uncertainty. And so today, today I, I want to encourage you to, to look at our, our weekly challenge. And we do this every week because quite honestly, if you just hear the word of God and you leave it at that, you don't do anything, it, it doesn't actually move your heart towards action. It doesn't actually change your mind towards God in some way then what's the point? What's the point? Our weekly challenge helps us to take steps, to take action on what we learn. So we always have three parts. The first part is to know. I encourage you to read those passages. Grow. The grow part says, do you believe what God says about your life? Can you think of a boundary or a place in your life that you find it hard to believe God? Think about what you've learned from the life of Abram today. Like I said, I believe that he was faithful to the point of his comfort. But when he crossed that point of comfort 
into the fear, the unknown, his faith kind of went out the window and he said, man, I, I got to take care of this myself, right? Think about that. What is that point for you? Is there an area of your life where it's kind of like you're Egypt where you're like, man, I trust you, God, but I don't know if I can really trust you in that area. Think about that. Think about that and, and pray for faith that, that God will help you to, to follow him, even in that area of fear or uncertainty. And then finally, overflow. Like I said, we're called to bless others. And we can do that in very simple ways. I can't tell you how many times in my life that maybe I've been going through something, I've been having, you know, whatever thoughts in my mind, and, and then I receive a text message from a friend. I receive a phone call. Somebody reaches out to me and says, hey man, how are you doing? I'm thinking about you. What happened with this thing the other day? Or what happened with that? Or, you know, what's going on? That changed everything in a moment. And you can also impact someone's life, you know, by being a blessing, by, by sending a message, by mailing a gift, by, you know, whatever it is, pray about that. How can you overflow into someone else's life? All right. God bless you and have a great week. Hi, everyone. This is Pastor Jenny. 